This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the MLB Extras Cleveland Indians podcast. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, joined by Mandy Bell. Mandy, Tribe Fest looms. It's going to be uh, Saturday uh, here in downtown Cleveland. Are you excited for your first Tribe Fest? It's every person's dream to go to Tribe Fest. And here you go. Here's your opportunity. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm not really sure exactly what to expect. I've heard a lot of different stories and I've only heard positive things about it. Uh, It blows my mind after being with um, in New York last summer to think of how many players are going to come in to interact with fans and stuff because you don't you don't see that in every single market. So uh, I think that's awesome. I think it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. And I've and I've from what I've heard in the past, the the games that are played and the way that the players interact with the fans, I'm I'm super excited to be a part of that. It's a cool event. Uh, the Indians used to have a tour like of the area of, of Northeast Ohio, um, all the way down to Columbus, uh, where, where they kind of uh, have events in, in a lot of different cities. But now it's kind of cool where you get more player participation by congregating in one spot. Of course, those guys are all coming to town just as the weather is awesome. It's truly awesome right now. Uh, the uh, snow and wind and and whatnot and then drastic drop in temperatures this week. Uh, so what better time to be thinking about baseball? And obviously the Indians have made a lot of noise this winter, Mandy. Um, much of that noise has come from frustrated fans, unfortunately, because uh, there's been some trades and a lot of discussion about what else might happen. But uh, the first big trade they made was sending Jan Gomes to the Nationals. Obviously, that affected the catching spot a great deal with Gomes coming off of an all-star year. Roberto Perez is coming off of a miserable year. Now, he's had good years in the past. Um, If you take on measure his offensive performance with Gomes, kind of similar on measure over a several several year period, Uh, but certainly not the case in 2018. So lo and behold, the Indians did go out and get some additional catching depth uh, with Kevin Ploiecki from the Mets. What does Ploiecki bring to this club? Well, uh... I definitely think he gives at least another option. Like you said, um, Perez coming off of a little bit of a shaky year. And then obviously in this position, they don't really have a, a catcher who's played for an entirety of a season who's used to getting um, the majority of the reps. So at least give this adds in another person who is able to lead a, a pitching staff, who has some ex- has experience. Because if you're going down to Eric Haas, who was going to be uh, an option and still is an option heading into the 2019 season, he's obviously only been able to, to come up for a few games. He was a September call-up last year. He just doesn't have that experience so that at least adds a little bit more depth, gives the Indians another option, and adds way more experience than what they originally had a week ago at this point. What do you? It's it's so early to know. We haven't gotten to spring training yet. But uh, what are they saying about how they're going to divvy up the time with Perez and Ploiecki? Uh Right now, Chris Ananetti, when we talked to him uh, earlier this week, he said that he would imagine that Perez is going to get the bulk of the playing time, at least as of right now. Um, but he kept saying, and you, you just never know because at spring training, it could prove otherwise. Um, my guess is you stick with the person you know, at least, because they, they have experience with him, obviously. You've 
been able to watch him the last few years. You know exactly what you're going to get. And then Pilecki coming in. Um, but he could make a huge impression at spring training, and he could come out the opening day starter. It's, it's all up in the air at this point. All right, Mandy, I got a few questions from you for from the readers, from the listeners uh, in this case. But uh, in this case, it was for the written word for your inbox for Indians.com. All right, Mandy, I got some reader questions for you from your latest inbox. Kevin wants to know, uh, he says, not so much an Indians question, but what is your favorite movie? This is the most important question, uh, get to know you question as you take over the Indians beat. Yeah, I like this one. I was excited when I saw this one. Uh, the easiest and most definite answer I can give to all offseason. Um, if we're talking like normal movie, not like baseball related movie, um, my favorite is like the Bourne trilogy. Um, I like all three of those. But if I had to pick one specifically, it's definitely the Bourne supremacy. I'm a huge Jason Bourne fan. My cat is named Jason Bourne. It's definitely serious. <laughs> Oh, it's just too bad Michael Bourne isn't still on the Indians. Yeah, I mean, you have that tie-in. But uh, yeah, and if you're going to pick a Bourne movie, it's got to be Bourne Supremacy, yes. of course. Uh, it's right there in the title, for crying out loud. It's Supreme. Yes, exactly. Now, what about baseball movie? Um, baseball movie, uh, I would say Moneyball is my favorite. I really, really like that one. Um, I worked with Brian Hoke, um, who's the Yankees writer, all last season as, a, as an intern. And he gave me a horrific time all year because my, my baseball movie watching is not up to par. Um, for what he thought, uh, I, I haven't seen a lot of them, so I'm not I'm not the best person to say ranking wise of all time baseball movies because I, I watched the ones after 1995 when I was born, and he was very annoyed that I haven't seen any before that. <laughs> so I'm going to take it you haven't seen The Naked Gun. No. Okay, so I want that's your homework is to watch The Naked Gun, and you tell me is it a baseball movie? Because this is my uh, soapbox is that I feel like The Naked Gun is overlooked as a baseball movie because like the last I don't know what it, I don't want percentages I'd have to calculate it, but probably the last third of the movie takes place at a baseball game. Otherwise, the movie has nothing to do with baseball. But I think that might be my favorite baseball movie. Um, but then you get some pushback on is it a baseball movie? Kind of like the Die Hard and Christmas thing, right? You know, is it a Christmas movie? So okay, um, you you give that a look and you let me know. All right, okay. but uh. Let's get back to baseball questions. Uh, Craig wants to know, what is the expected return for Bradley Zimmer? Obviously, the out, Indians outfield is kind of all over the place right now and not a lot of great projection there for that group. But Bradley Zimmer uh, could be a big piece once healthy. What's the look? What's the outlook for that? Yeah, Terry Francona said um, during the winter meetings that he's definitely not an option right out of the gate. He's not going to be an option an opening day. And I think everyone sort of figured that was coming. It seems like it's going to be more mid-season. I would expect July. Um, that's, the, that's the vibe they were starting to give off is July is like the earliest time period. But um, obviously everyone heals differently. But I, I would expect at least mid-season before Indians fans can see Bradley Zimmer again. And while on the subject of the outfield, because it's a hot topic at the moment, no doubt about that, Quincy wants to know, who do you think has a better shot to end up as a full-time regular in the Indians corner outfield? Uh, the recently acquired Jake Bowers or Jordan Luplo, also recently acquired from the Pirates. Um, yeah, what, what what's the outlook for those two? Uh, I think it just it, that largely depends on the remainder of the moves that are to be made in the rest of the offseason. Um, I think the big thing is for for Jake Bowers, if the Indians are able to pick up another bat that you could pencil in as the designated hitter, that frees him up a little bit more to make more appearances in the outfield because I think the plan is for right now. Santana and Bowers to blend, get the a mix of the playing time at first and DH. They're going to be rotating back and forth. If Santana's at first 
and Bowers is in the outfield. Right now, when you're looking at the depth chart, it's sort of hard to figure out who's going to then fill in at, at, at the DH position right now. So uh, I think if they're able to pick up another bat, then Bowers will move into the outfield and is more likely to get uh, a few more reps than Luplo maybe in, in the corner outfield spots. If they aren't going in that direction and they're not going to pick up another bat, then I would say at this point with the current roster, then you can expect Luplo to get a little bit more. Yeah, I think the main takeaway here is this is a, a moving target, right? You look at this depth chart, and this can't be it. Uh, it just can't. I mean, there's got to be uh, some other dominoes to fall. And I'm not saying they go out and sign uh, AJ Pollock or Bryce Harper, that's for sure. But um, you know, there, there's going to be someone else in this mix. I would have to imagine this outfield mix. Yeah, and Antonetti was saying on his conference call this week after we talked to him after the Plecky signing that, um, or after the Plecky trade, that they're going to be making more moves he said as soon as the new year uh turned over all the talks across the league started to intensify and it seems like they're moving in the direction of making at least some move whether that's going to incorporate a starting pitcher whether that's going to be a trade or um starting to look on the free agent market no one was specific but uh, there's going to be something made before the end of the offseason and he seemed pretty confident in that. Yeah, definitely a lot of free agents out there. Um, perhaps some some bargain binning to be done uh, for a team like the Indians. But um, yeah, we're all just kind of waiting around right now as far as outfielders are concerned and waiting for Bryce Harper to come off the board and then uh, some other dominoes can fall accordingly. But I, that's why I pegged the Indians, Mandy, as one of the more interesting teams in all of baseball moving forward because as, as you know, I, I did this column on quiet teams. Indians haven't been quiet. They've definitely done a lot, but... Um, they've been quiet in terms of improvements. So I'll be very curious to see, you know, what looms ahead and who knows the continued, uh, you know, no one's kind of shut the door totally on the idea of, of Corey Kluber or, Tre- or Trevor Bauer being moved. Um, it's pre- getting pretty late in the game for that right deal to come along, but, um, that might be the the biggest, the best way to get tangible impact to the lineup, but that would come at the expense of the rotation. So this is what we've talked about before. It is a head spinning winner here in Cleveland, but at least, this weekend, the conversation shifts from trade talk to, you know, actual baseball talk with guys who are in town. So that's kind of cool. Uh, get a little feel for spring training. And I'm sure you're looking outside your window right now, Manny, and probably can't wait to get to go to your Arizona. Yeah, exactly. I, I was I was just talking about that yesterday saying, you know, I think it's probably best that I'm going to be missing the two coldest, worst months here in uh, Cleveland that I'm going to be down in Arizona. It's it's not a bad gig. <laughs> not bad at all. And uh, But you got some time. You still have another month or so in the cold Cleveland winter to bundle up and uh, to watch those baseball movies and, and maybe Naked Gun as well. Maybe, maybe get a feel for that and, and okay, see if yeah, that's a baseball movie. Yeah, well, we can have that debate at another time. But thanks for doing this, Mandy. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.